Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Allison Sontag. You're not coming through that microphone. I told you, it sounds like you have me off. Yeah, it does sound like I have you off, but I don't have check you off. Check one, two, check, 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 check one, two. Okay. Okay, there I am. Wow, Sontag. Say, give me a check one, two. Check one, two. Maybe we should. No, we're fine. Okay, okay. ready, Sontag? Okay. Can you guys. <sighs> All right. I am destabilized today. Why are you Alice. destabilized? Very destabilized today. What's wrong with you? One of my favorite people. They are no more. <laughs> Alice, this is important. This is important. I want to take this moment to share something very personal with you. Over the past year and a half, I've been doing some healing and self-reflective work. And through this work, I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary. With that said, I'll officially be changing my pronouns to they, them. I feel that this best represents the fluidity I feel in my gender expression mm-hmm. and allows me to feel most authentic and true to the person I both know I am and still am discovering. In this first episode, I'm excited to share well, with you... Well, so you remember, that was my jumping off to point, like point to being non-binary as well. Remember, mm-hmm. I did a lot of self-reflection right after that. And everything seemed to be perfect. And now it's all up in smoke. I know. What happened? Dateline... Los Angeles, Debbie Lovato adopts she, her pronouns again. She's not no longer they. They are gone. Mm-hmm. They are now she, Alice. I know. It's very confusing. So she said she went on the Spout podcast. Yeah, and that's where I heard it. <laughs> and revealed that she now uses she, her pronouns. What is the... This is from BuzzFeed and explained why she made the update. Her Instagram bio still has she, her, they, them. Well, I have... um. A, a notification bell for when she changes her Instagram bio. 
So, so I'll get that. So she did say, um, I've actually adopted the pronouns of she, her again with me, Demi said, before referring to herself as a fluid person. Demi went on to say that she previously felt her masculine and feminine energy were out of balance, especially last year. When I was, I was, uh, you remember, I had brought this up as yeah, well. Your masculine and feminine energy was right. very balanced. But last I also year. noticed that about Demi last year is that she seemed to be very much in balance. <laughs> was it the flying off the handle about frozen yogurt places? Mm-hmm. Or? When I was faced with the choice of walking into a bathroom and it said women and men, I didn't feel like there was a bathroom for me. Because I didn't. Everybody has been there. Because I didn't necessarily feel like a woman. I didn't feel like a man, she continued while talking about why she initially adopted they, them pronouns. I just felt like a human. And that's what they, them is about. For me, it's just about, like, feeling human at your core. Okay. (laughs) So if you feel human, you can be a they, them. Right. So she is mostly just a self-absorbed, narcissistic dumbass who's probably a good part psychotic as well. But um, but that's fine. But Blair Wright brings up, brings up who is actually a transgender woman mm-hmm. who is... Meaning some, she was a man right, before. And, and, he, and Blair Wright has done all the work. And all this, this, who, this is the person who I found very attractive and they got caught in the trap of that <laughs> she's a biological male. Yeah, you didn't know. Right. Which put me on a, a, a personal you search. You were like, this Blair White is really... I did a personal like... search. I didn't... After that, I wasn't sure which bathroom to use anymore. <laughs> Alice, I was looking at both of them. You were doing some Remember self-reflective work? You, you were like, why isn't Tom back at the table? And you said, oh, he's... Is he in front of the bathrooms again? <laughs> Just caught in a holding pattern again? Neither Happened of them, all the time. Neither of them feel right. I was... I don't feel like the little stick figure man or yeah. like the little stick figure woman. I need you to change the entire place to accommodate me. And you got to learn some new words now, too. Blair White says Demi Lovato is now detransitioning, which for her means uh, switching pronouns again. Many kids she helped to misinform about transgenderism are not as lucky and won't make it out without missing body parts. That's a dark thing, but an accurate thing to say. Some of you... him influencers who are effing around with this crazy voodoo crap um you are there were there are people who believe you and who will make yeah. decisions based on this so especially congrats. children especially children with other mental health problems which including like children on the autism spectrum and mm-hmm. stuff and it, the idea that you're putting these ideas into the heads of kids who who think it's real mm-hmm. is so dangerous and toxic and I, I mean, it, I think there will come a time in the not that distant future when people will look back at this, say, like decade of time when we were doing this to little kids and wonder how adults in charge could have possibly allowed the things that are going to come well, out that were allowed it, to happen to kids. The plain make-believe is one thing, and it's certainly a, a kind of abuse, but the... The, the surgery surgery is is barbaric and puts you in in with the worst people in history who also by the way thought they were the good guys right but that's just where this goes you know it's one thing to say your pronouns are whatever and wear freaky makeup and make tiktoks about stuff and mm-hmm. it's another thing when you start 
telling kids that the only way they can possibly be happy and not kill themselves is if they're allowed to get these surgeries and remove parts of their body that are healthy functioning parts of their body and everything else with little to no oversight you know it and there are countries now starting to take a step back from some of this for oh kids. yes you, i mean a good part of europe is doing it what will we call what will be the categorization of the permanently sexually disabled because of this abuse can you guys possibly uh. not play screaming games right now on this floor right here can you go to another part of the house please Probably not. They probably can't go to another part of the house. They probably have to do it right outside the door of the studio. Um, I don't know what we'll call it. I mean, it's it's tragic and horrific and terrible what Mm -hmm. we've done to kids. And I mean, it it's one thing when adults choose to do this stuff. I'm still not a huge fan of it. But like, I think for one thing, I think we should open up. Uh, allowing doctors to get sued under their malpractice insurance mm-hmm. if if kids regret their surgeries. Actually, really, if anyone regrets their surgeries. Because clearly, if people are taking these drastic steps and then regretting it and feeling like they've ruined their lives, you didn't take enough steps. You didn't put enough guardrails around it to make sure that this was actually a person who really needed this process to live. Right. And what's happening in Europe is they're um, prioritizing mental health. Which is, of course, what you should do, because if somebody says they want their breasts removed, then you've got a serious situation there, especially a child. Yeah. What other child urge would you ever act on like that? Yeah, it's insanity. It's insanity. And and what's completely crazy about it, too, is that these are like the nicest, most accepting, tolerant parents, and they're willing to like put their healthy kids under the knife for absolutely no reason at all except like the trend told them to do it Mm -hmm. it's dark it puts me in a dark mental place when i think about the parents who just like do 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 go right along with that stuff because it's so insane to me and and i mean and there's all kinds of mental illnesses we're making acceptable now like the multiple personality disorder or what used to be called Mm -hmm. multiple personality disorder that's now called dissociative identity disorder you have these kids on tiktok making whole videos about how they're they have all these different personas that they adopt and they're different personalities and they believe they're really multiple people living in one body well like i guess why not if you can be a man trapped in the wrong body why can't you be multiple people trapped in one body Mm -hmm. you know but that's what you get when you start taking people's delusions at face value there has to be a shared reality here where we say no you're one person where we say no you're a woman like i'm sorry that's what you are but like we'll work on that and deal with whatever it is that's making this so difficult and painful for you mm-hmm. to believe that you're a woman well the problem is of course that the mental health community is also corrupt of course the the, the psychologists and psychiatrists of they course. can't be trusted for and crap. the trans one is particularly dangerous because um it because it involves medicalizing mm-hmm things to such a high degree it's not just the surgeries it's the lifelong hormone treatments in order to maintain your delusional sense of self it's the it's it's the permanent 
work that you have to continue having done. I mean, like we can all see it when you see even just people who get regular plastic surgery to look better as they age or whatever. It starts to not look good after it wears in mm-hmm. after a few years and you have to go get more surgery to keep it up and all this stuff. It it just it's it's a lifelong deep medical commitment. So of course, of course the pharmaceutical industry loves it. Of course the medical industry loves it. And bear in mind these drugs that we're giving trans kids, these aren't like drugs that were designed to be taken lifelong by healthy people. Mm-hmm. These are hardcore hormonal treatments, like take even just puberty blockers that they love to say is so innocent and like totally reversible. It's completely fine. Like these are all being used off label for trans kids. Yeah. This this is not the the intention of the medicine. The intention of the medicine is not to stop people from having puberty ever, from growing up without a puberty. That's mm-hmm. not the intention of the medicine. The intention is to give it to kids who, for whatever reason, you know, other hormonal exposures or whatever, end up starting puberty early than is healthy and don't have enough time to grow. So they give it to kids who get precocious puberty, who like get puberty very, very young mm-hmm. and block puberty for a couple years and then they take them off the drugs in normal puberty resumes it's not meant that's why they're having all these kids with like sexual problems now kids who grow up and like don't have the capability to experience sexual pleasure as adults because you know they they've never been through a natural puberty Mm. and how can you say how can you possibly say a kid can consent to that because they don't know what adult sexual pleasure is is the suicide rate for trans kids is through the roof yeah well it's gonna be pretty high when they find out they'll never experience a normal sexual adult relationship in their life i mean like that that would be suicide inducing for a lot of people i think when they discover that well i would think also that the problem is is like the the solution to the question johnny's gonna kill himself unless we remove his penis isn't the resolution is not remove his penis so he doesn't kill himself i think that the problem is that johnny's gonna kill himself if you don't remove his penis yeah that's That's the problem that's something happening in johnny's head that needs to be rewired immediately because until in the last 10 years we didn't go lopping off stuff because somebody felt like it should be well right and and I mean, like, we don't let kids get tattoos. Mm-hmm. We don't let them smoke cigarettes. Why would we let them make, which are like way less harmful than like removing entirely healthy you, body parts? Can you think of when you were, can you think of anything comparable in, in a, a, a parent-child relationship from when you were a kid? Anything comparable? I I really can't. Like, I, I can't imagine a kid being allowed to make a decision, anything like that. I mean, I guess the closest thing would be there were always like parents in town who were cool who would like let high school kids drink mm-hmm. or whatever or let like boyfriends sleep over at their daughter's right. house in her room or whatever like because they were the cool parents who knew the kids are going to do it somewhere so I guess it's safer for them to do it here. Like, you know, the parents like that. I mean, like, I guess that's the closest thing to something like that that existed. <laughs> The only thing I can Which re- I also think is crazy, by of the way. Of course it is. Of course <laughs> I mean, it is. But I mean, that's kind of, it's. I think it's a similar adjacent problem, but I don't think it's the same thing. The only no, thing not I remember at all. But I mean, that there was a the, time, yeah, um, when in fifth grade or fourth grade, and then in fifth grade, there was one girl who, when the Madonna craze started, her her mom would let her wear all the Madonna like a virgin stuff. 
which was highly inappropriate. I remember the teacher saying something. Mm-hmm. It's because she had, you know, fishnet half finger gloves yeah. and all the other stuff. And the other one was another girl who was who had developed really young mm-hmm. and her daughter she dressed her daughter up. She was full makeup, full this was a thirteen year old yeah. who looked like a twenty six year old. But th- but that and but Yeah, I but remember that, I was in that six- comes from a different place, I think. I remember I was in sixth grade and there was a girl who was allowed to get a belly button ring mm-hmm. and that seemed pretty intense at the time. But- yeah. It, well, it just shows, <laughs> but th- that shows an interest in part of a child's <laughs> life where a parent shouldn't be a hobbyist. It seems like. <laughs> it seems a little but odd. This is, but this is about something different because this is, you know what the difference might be? I mean. Well, it, this has been turned into a virtuous thing. I mean, I think the reason why some of that other stuff was a little more unusual in towns like Lexington and Winchester back then than this is now is that that was almost like a little bit day class A to let your kid do right. things like that, right? If you like let your kid get crazy piercings or whatever. And and now this is actually like considered a moral good by the elites that you're doing something like tolerant and good. You know, having a trans kid is the same thing as putting the Black Lives Matter sign in your yard. How much of it is you think the parents is parent to parent signaling, parent to community signaling on Facebook versus parent to child um, emotional care? Well, I think the parents signal to each other that the way you parent now is to introduce your kid to this stuff right so like the the cool parents in these liberal towns in like cambridge and somerville and and melrose and lexington and winchester like these richy yuppie towns they're um they're you know the school library has like the princess boy book in it and books about mermaid children and whatever things they have about that are like kind of introing this trans kid concept right and talking to kids about you know reading books to kids about how doctors assign gender at birth and you don't have to be the one that you are and it's kind of special if you're a girl who's born with a penis or whatever like Mm -hmm. if they say i think they say stuff like that to their kids because there's an understanding amongst the parents that this is the way the good people parent now Mm -hmm. right and i think they enforce this concept to their kids and like i mean a kid doesn't know like a 10-year-old doesn't know what it feels like to feel like a woman or feel like a man. Like, you just feel like a kid, right? There's no... You have no understanding about what gender mm-hmm. means as a kid. I mean, you do to an extent because you see other people being a gender, right? But you don't... the the These concepts are tied up in adult understandings of sexuality. Like, like it or not, that it... It seems unfair to say that because they're like, oh, they're just being themselves. It's not about sex. Like, I'm sure all those parents would say that. Right. But but realistically, the human understanding of what it means to be a man and what it means to 
be a woman are tied up in our sexual roles, like biologically. That's just the reality. And that impacts everything from the ways we interact with other people to the ways that we dress to the way we want to be seen by others to the ways that we form relationships and attachments like it just does. This is like an evolutionary biology thing. It's not mean. It's just how it is. And of course, there's ranges of how people embody being feminine or embody being masculine, right? But at the end of the day, like being a man or being a woman is is entangled with these mm-hmm. biological realities that we all go through. And kids don't have an understanding of that. I mean, to them, being a boy or a girl is a haircut because that's like... That's what they know about it. And of course, there's some stuff they like to play with the toys they like to play with. But that's not the fundamentals of of what gender is. I mean, I think that's pretty common. Like we've had a girl and then three boys. And I think that they were different to raise. But mm-hmm. but that's not always true. That's not what being a man or a woman is. Right. And also, we've got a, a four-year-old and six-year-old who are both wearing their sister's fr- frilly dress in part of the stuff they play. And one of the 18 things they play a day, <laughs> I know. one of them is that pink dress that, that, that either one of them has on when they pretend to be getting married or pretend to be Anna right. and Elsa or whatever. They also dress or, up as a chicken and a fish. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah, but, whatever. you know, if I think that there are certain progressives who would see that and say, oh, whoa, this is great. Does, do you like wearing that? Is that comfortable? Do Does you feel, it feel better nice? wearing that? Yeah. Does it, is it more comfortable than wearing that those those uh, jeans that you were wearing? Are girl clothes pretty? Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. Now's a chance for me to show uh, out of my head over heels affirmation that I'm going to do for my child. Now's a chance for me to show that I am empathizing community-wide, globally, mm-hmm. with those who are struggling the most by, by by practicing behavior with my own child that should be modeled to those who are treated badly all around right. the world. So let's do the project. I'm going to be totally affirming to you. I'm going to, in a, in, a, um, in, in a matter-of-fact way, call you they on social media. And, mm-hmm. you know, just it's it very, you know, just I'm going to normalize it. In a, in a, and to, to me, a good part of that, one part of that is I just think a lot of people just feel like they're doing something. It, it takes the place of religion. It, they feel like they're doing something really positive and showing mm-hmm. showing everybody that they're making a sacrifice. And that's the importance of that. It's really important. That's why I'm going to. I don't. I don't know that. Like the drag queen is probably more likely to be killed and is has a harder situation. And I know there are people out there who hate the drag queen, probably Trump people, and would love mm-hmm. to kill the drag queen. So I'm going to show you just how comfortable I am and okay it is for the drag queen to be doing that. Here, my kids here too. It's so normal and so not gross because I want to show not right. only the drag queen, but I want right. to show everybody just how. And I think for some other people as well. They know that they've got a job in tech or a job in marketing or maybe a job at one of the big colleges somewhere or, or a biomedical, whatever. And they know they want to be empathetic and they know mm-hmm. that they're making, um, you know, $15,000 per week. Or twenty thousand, or a hundred thousand dollars per month, or fifty, whatever. They're making five hundred thousand dollars a year. 
and they know that there's a big freaking gap between themselves and the everybody else who's making 20 30 40 50 60 whatever and they're saying oh my god this isn't right cuz i don't do anything extraordinary but i and i don't deserve this living i have so i'm going to go out there and show that i can sacrifice in every single other way mm-hmm. now i'm not moving out of melrose and i'm not moving right. out of the nice part of cambridge or wellesley or west hartford whatever because i i want that stuff i want to be there but I was brought up in a in a good um, a, you know Protestant upbringing or Northeast sophisticated liberal upbringing, where you have to show humility and you should empathize with people. So I'm going to do all the things to make the guilt of all the money I'm making go. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait. Right. So we'll still, we're still going to take, go helicopter skiing in Aspen. And we still have the house in Wyoming. And we still have all the beautiful things in the Range Rovers. But I am really always showing in every possible way that I am sacrificing. And I don't, that I don't feel good about my lifestyle. And really, you know what it is? It's a carbon offset, carbon right. credit. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, no. I'm not living. Uh, you know, in, in, it's also something in lieu of giving the money to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give the money to other people. I'll go out and do the Black Lives Matter thing on Instagram, but I'm not going to. You know, I'm yeah. not going to help Black Lives. I'll give uh, you know a thousand dollars after a bunch of uh, you know Merlots with a neighbor one night. I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo a thousand dollars to Black Lives Matter. To like and Monica she, Cannon Grant yeah, or, or some Sean other King grifter or, or whatever. Right. Absolutely. Which again, that's also a carbon credit. That's a. Oh, yeah. I'll pay the group of grifters to give me. to It's buying indulgences from the Catholic Church, right? That's oh, yeah. What it oh, is. And Monica Cannon Grant knows exactly who those people are. Right. They know exactly who to make them feel guilty, which is why doing. They, when they're on their. In their more honest moments, they say stuff like that. I mean, like, that that's what they exist for. Right. I mean, that's why, I mean, anybody who's a grifter knows who, who a good that's mark why, is. That's why, what's her name? Who was that one? She's, like, some weird editor of the Washington Post, like, the global editor of the Washington Post, mm. some, like, made-up title. Remember, she got, you got in some fight with her, and she was t- tweeting out her reparations Venmo? 
<laughs> like, you make more than all of us. Shut up. Oh, yeah, that's great. I forget her name. Oh, man. Um, so, so, all right. So that's where we are on that. Um, the other thing is, and this is something I meant to get to in on the radio show today, but I didn't. Back to grifting, as a matter of fact, Alice. Mm-hmm. It is on all over the place. So the um, the sesame place place thing mm-hmm. has now shockingly now there's a couple. There's two different uh, lawsuits. Two different. Um, uh, what's it called when it's a bunch of people? Uh, whatever action. Um, class action. Class action. Uh, lawsuits. Um, and of course, it's all all over the place, including now Legoland. From Sesame Place to Chuck E. Cheese, social media has been on fire lately with accusations of discrimination against small children. The Chuck E. Cheese one is great too because the, the the mouse is like they're they're giving the um. They're giving the announcement, so the mouse is just like turning around and standing at, at attention, and so he's not saying hi to the black kid in front of him. Great to be here with you to celebrate he's just amazing he's in front of the star. stage. Now for those hi, people, hi everybody! But no, the, what's happening now is everybody's just following these. Oh yeah, well if you can get twenty-four million dollars for your kid getting ignored at Sesame Place, like. Doesn't everybody? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's at Disneyland as well. From Sesame Place to Chuck E. Cheese, social media has been on fire lately with accusations of discrimination against small children based on the color of their skin. Well, now a local family says that they felt their kids were invisible during a visit to Legoland last month and they want to see changes. Does this video prove prejudice at a theme park? A mom from Bridgeport says her family left Legoland feeling left out. So there you go. All the white children were getting all of the attention That's the from mom. all the employees, but all the children of color were completely ignored. Now, that's not exactly true. It's actually very heartbreaking because I never want to take my daughter or my nephew to any of these places ever again. So Legoland is fighting back. They say actually that they have camera footage showing mm. the entire thing and that everybody got attention, everybody around there. And you think that would make sense too, considering the Sesame Place stuff that's been happening. But there's another one. The people are jumping onto Sesame Place. They're going after that. These are these are black mothers who are now filming their kids being dissed by- Of course. Well, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna venture a guess here that if Tom Shattuck were a black mom mm-hmm. and people were getting $24 million payouts for having their kids be ignored at Disneyland, you would pack up all the kids in the car and be at Disneyland. You are GD right about that, my sneaking friend. Sneaking up behind character actors. You are absolutely right about that. I don't know if there's any way to possibly pull it off. Our kids are not overpigmented uh, whatsoever. But do you remember, actually, when we were at um, the White House... When we went to D.C. with the kids It was the time. White House tour, everybody, as much as I wish it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, we just did the public White House tour, yes, right? Yes, we weren't called there. <laughs> right, so we did the public White House tour, and we had our kids with us. And I forget who was really little at that time. It must have been Anson. I think Anson was really little. And um, and the Secret Service people were, like, holding him mm-hmm. and high-fiving him and stuff. And, like, do you remember somebody commented on the Twitter and was like, 
I bet they wouldn't have done this if it was a black kid. <laughs> what? We just posted about how nice the Secret Service was. Jeez. Like, it would have been better if this was a black kid. Like, well, sorry, I don't have a black kid for them to pay attention to. So next time I'll try harder for my kid to be black. I don't know what you want me to say to this. Like, Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that the same people who are showing us that they're six-year-old is now they and zed that they want to be please ignore my child when we go to sesame <laughs> place please turn your back on my child see so that they can feel how it is would that be insane well i bet i bet kids that are gender non-conforming are next maybe that's the angle maybe you Ooh, put our boys in yes, the dress yes. and take them to the place and have them be ignored and then say that they were ignored because they were non-gender conforming i love that <laughs> okay oh my god i love that i will do that in a second you gotta get in this is the mother at Disneyland trying to catch Rapunzel. Lauren! Lauren, walk back to the back of the line. Oh, you have a, you have a long hair. I know. It's Come on, the line over or no? Oh, uh, we don't really have a line. We're just walking around. Oh, cool. All right, I'm going to come back. Picture real quick. Come on. Okay. Right, there y'all go. Rapunzel is walking along the park saying how to kids around. But this lady, her daughter, her daughters, Lauren, uh, has not gotten the attention she wants from Rapunzel. What about us? Wait. Rapunzel. She walked off when she saw y'all, just like the ammo. Just Whoa. like the ammo. <laughs> what, what an what organic the, <laughs> film this is. What were the chances she was filming? She, and the exact same thing happened. It's crazy. Wow. Excuse me, ma'am. You waved at everybody except for them. Ain't this with the sacrament? Excuse me, sir, that's walking with the princess. Yeah, she reeled back in the <laughs> sacrament line when she realized she was out of uh, out of gas on that. She waved at everybody except for them. Oh, this like Elmo, yeah. <laughs> Y'all see this? Oh, yeah, I remember. He was all the black kids that's right that's their story alice <laughs> <sighs> it's just so transparent it's really like so now one of the problems for um the sesame place people and of course everybody's doing it everywhere this is such a cheap grift it's not good for anything that we're seeing this and unfortunately there are cross-cultural battles here happening so there's a guy who worked at Sesame Place who got fired for breaking the social media thing. Mm -hmm. So he's salty at management. Right. But he loves the characters. His friends play the characters. His name is Zay Reed. Zay Reed. Okay. And he's a black man. Mm -hmm. And uh, the he went to the pre the media and this is inconvenient. Zay Reed is a former Sesame Place employee fired for violating the company's social media policy, he's reacting to a now viral video at Sesame Place, where the family says this video shows the character Rosita motioning no towards two black girls. They say the character then interacted with white children nearby. Reed has experience suiting up and walking in the big parade. One of the things they do tell us is that if someone were to ask us to do something that we cannot do, such as 
hold their child, which happens a lot. It's so many people want Elmo to hold their baby. We are told to say no and then leave that area. Uh-oh. Sesame Place has previously said the no sign was to another family asking for a picture with a baby. But it makes complete sense as to why Rosita would do that because that is what we were told to do. Uh-oh. And you can tell even in the video that before Rosita turns to the girls, she's looking at someone else. She's looking like off screen, like past them. So I, it's completely believable to and understandable that the worker did what they were told to do. I just think, personally, it was a mistake to try to communicate the way they did. According to the family of the two young... In other words, don't put out the statement that right. management put out. And girls see... And he's right, because you see what it got them? See what it yeah. got everybody? In this video, it was a clear example of racial discrimination. They have since hired an attorney to represent them, and their lawyer says it shows their... By the way, the other woman from Legoland also has an attorney, and it's... Of course they do. Of course. Performer intentionally ignored the girls. In a statement sent to NBC10 Today, a Sesame Place spokesperson says that employees are trained when they begin their jobs in the park, and entertainment employees also receive additional training for their roles. The park has previously apologized and says it was reviewing its practices and instituting mandatory training for all employees to deliver an equitable and inclusive experience mm -hmm. to guests. Reed says the performers have several challenges. Headbands fall off and characters sometimes can't really see at all. He says those oversized hands make it hard to feel anything. And he says there's very little training prior to making the Sesame Street characters come to life. This event was just a mistake and it's in part because of the lack of training. There's these teenagers being thrown into these jobs to deal with customers and they aren't being rightfully prepared for it. But he says the park and management are not blameless in the perception and its internal practices. I don't agree with the action lawsuit that this event was racist. But if they do push forward in trying to prove that Sesame has those practices, they are right. Sesame Place does have some practices that need to be fixed. It's just unfortunate that it would get recognized under the thing that wasn't racist. Reed says he knows the individual involved is devastated by what happened. He says he doesn't want to see an employee blamed for the policies and lack of training. Mm. And that's why he chose to speak out. So there you go. He is a guy who has a perfect opportunity to call racism if he wants to. Well, but I think he's kind of trying to say that that the employee isn't racist, but that the company's training led to an outcome that could be perceived to be racist. Sure. No, it's no, no. Just, he's trying to the hit systems. management. There's no doubt, doubt about it's that. It's the racist system striking again, that nobody might have any personal animus towards people of color, but that the system caused the perception of racism. But maybe we shouldn't be training everybody to perceive everything as racism when stuff just happens. Like, I I just can't imagine going through life trying to tell your kid that every time they're disappointed mm -hmm. by something. I mean, like, we have kids. Kids get disappointed by a lot of stuff. Yes. And a lot of times it's, like, completely preventable stuff or things that you told them to do like we were just out for ice cream and our kid really wanted to get a cone and we tried to get them to put it in a bowl and they didn't want to put it in the bowl because they wanted the cone and what do you know the scoop on top of the ice cream fell off the cone so the you know kids get disappointed by lots of stuff they get disappointed when you won't buy the twinkies at the store they get disappointed by all kinds of things but 
it seems to me that it's a poor strategy for teaching your kids life skills and resilience if you tell them that every time they get disappointed by something, it's because racism attacked them. It just seems like that's a toxic way to raise children and a toxic way to run a society that you need to teach kids to, you know, pick themselves up and move on and not sue for $24 million because Rosita didn't wave to right. them at Sesame Place. Dateline, Norco, California. A man, a man armed with a rifle was shot. Uh, a man armed with a rifle was shot by a quick-acting convenience store owner who pulled a shotgun out from behind the counter and opened fire during an attempted robbery. Uh, four suspects, their faces covered, pulled up to the business in a BMW SUV and walked inside the store with their rifles pointed. The owner of the store grabbed a shotgun and fired one round from behind the counter, according to the video. To you know, an employee identified as the, he was identified as an eighty-year-old man. The so uh, has California charged him with crimes yet? The suspects fled as one screamed, "He shot my arm off! He shot my arm off!" Uh, the sheriff's department commented, commended the employee's action. Hey, hey. Oh. In this case, a lawfully armed member of our community prevented a violent crime and ensured their own safety while being confronted with multiple armed suspects. Authorities found the injured suspect in a hospital suffering from a gunshot wound that appeared to be from a shotgun blast. <laughs> the other three were found at the hospital in the BMW, which had been previously reported as stolen. So, uh... Yeah. The main suspect remained in the hospital in critical but stable condition. He will be booked into jail after he's released from the hospital. Here, here. Oh, along those lines, uh, uh, Zawahari is dead. Did we talk about that yesterday? We didn't. No, that happened after, I think. So that is good. We like him being dead. He's a POS. Of course, yeah. he was living in the Beverly Hills of Kabul, because uh, which we're told nobody lived in. We were told that uh, that um, there weren't um, that uh, that that there were no terrorists in, um, no Al Qaeda in by by Biden, no Al Qaeda in Afghanistan. John, something you just said is not consistent with what we were told last year. You're saying that you've always known there was a small number of al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. President Biden said, what interest do we have in Afghanistan at this point with al-Qaeda gone? Yeah, I mean, in a major way, al-Qaeda was not playing. A, no, wait, let me let me finish. They weren't playing a major role uh, in in operations uh, or resourcing or planning in Afghanistan. But. Peter, I, I know specifically because I was at a different podium a year ago and we talked about the fact that Al-Qaeda had a presence in Afghanistan, but small and not incredibly powerful or or, uh, or potent. And I think, again, without getting into numbers, we... I don't believe him. Uh, yeah, and even if at that point in time, Al-Qaeda didn't have a big presence and it was a small presence. And can you not touch the cables, please? Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, yes. Can you out, not touch out, the cables, out, please? Out, can you out, not out. Um, you know, e even if they didn't have a presence at the time when we pulled out, like now they do. So isn't this a bad result of the way that we pulled out of Afghanistan in the end? I mean, like they didn't, now they do. So I, you know, it seems obvious to me that we screwed up there, but maybe. maybe you what? <laughs> he wants to be on the podcast. Oh, you're too good. <laughs> After, after this show, okay, then say? you can do your own show. Go ahead. Hello. Excellent. Well done. Good. Now you're on the podcast, okay? 
Uh, all right. Sh- uh, anything you want to get to before we do the chat chat? Um, did you want to do any Pelosi in Taiwan? Since you uh, have, if you have anything to say. Do I have him queued up? You have, do I have him? You have Kirby on Taiwan, right? I do I? I don't think so. I think do it's I? in our chat. I think you sent it to us. Not now. Later. Anyway, he says we don't support Taiwan independence. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Stuff. That was from yesterday. I had okay. that. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. We oppose any unilateral changes Did I not to the status this? quo from either side. We have said that we do not support Taiwan independence. And we have said that we expect cross-strait differences to be resolved by peaceful means. We must have played the KJP stuff on. We did last night. We did. I know we yeah, did. Yeah, 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 we did. And then I read some of his comments, but we didn't play them. But yeah, so she did go to Taiwan. She's mm-hmm. there. She said that we support Taiwan, and he said he won't speak for her, that we don't support right. Taiwan. I think it's um, I think it's good that we went, that she went. I think so, too. I mean, I, I do think that, um, you know, that, that we do need to not listen to China sometimes, just to show them that we don't have to listen to them. And, um, you know, I... I I don't like where our armed forces are going, but we still are an extremely powerful country and we need to not get pushed around by China. I mean, I'd like to see us be stronger. So on this, I'm like more with Pelosi than with the Biden administration, because I think that they're I think that they're weak and I think they show a lot of weakness to China. I think they showed a lot of weakness to Russia, which is why Ukraine is in the situation that they're in now. And I think that um, I hope that the Biden administration doesn't do the same thing to Taiwan that they did to the Ukraine. Right. No, same here. By the way, the uh, PACT Act just passed the Senate. That was the thing, the burn pit thing. What was the vote? Uh, like, it was the what? same as before. So it was 86 to 11. Okay. I know that... Um, that um what's his name the republican had put through his mm-hmm. um amendment today and at least one of them got voted down so i don't know if he ever made his change to the kind of payment i don't know if it's out there yet but we can talk about it tomorrow it doesn't really yeah matter. which we all said by the way was going to happen that the thing was going to pass right. with big numbers once everybody got their amendments worked out that that was a procedural vote and it wasn't voted down but uh, you know, it's not like John Stewart is going to take back everything he said about how they didn't want Correct. Uh, veterans with cancer getting treatment or whatever. That, but it's just stupid politics as usual. So I guess we can jump over to the. So I seen uh, the Red Sox traded for a guy who um, was arrested for mm-hmm. um, enjoying himself in a parking lot in front of a Dollar Tree. Essentially, that's what it was. Um, Giving the old knuckle yeah, shuffle in, in a parking lot exactly. right in front of uh, Dollar Tree. Which is a great, smart Can't idea. This up. Can't make this up. Which is a great, uh, um, it was on, there's like there's like a cop footage of it, which is just great. I don't know the guy's name. I'm pretty much out on the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say pretty, almost totally. And if somebody gets me luxury box tickets, I'll go in and, and <laughs> watch a game other than that. Or if we get seats if the kids want to see. If I, if I lose a lot of weight, I can go into the torture seats, the blue seats. Mm-hmm. And um, and maybe watch, but I don't. I don't really care about the socks. It's just those days are gone. Those days are gone. Uh, I got some bad news. Yes, the FedEx guy called me. Said uh, the cheesecake has been lost. What? So I went down to um, FedEx and um, talked to the guy. Yeah. And uh, he had cheesecake all over his face. Of course he did. Of course he did. The times have changed. All right. Uh, I guess Tom didn't like uh, my comedy routine or whatever you want to call it. 
Um, maybe it was just uh, over his head. I don't get it. Anyway, um, I'm going to play a different little shindig. I'm going to ha- uh, eat something, and then um, Tom has to guess what I'm eating. Oh, okay. okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, my God. That is uh, the... Um, that is the uh, beef and cheddar Arby's sandwich, co-erect. That is confirmed completely. That is delicious. I commend you. Thank you so much, everybody. You can leave us a chat chat message at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Uh, you can also talk to us on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. Leave a comment on YouTube, on Rumble. You can write us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Whoa. There you go. They froze your camera. They waited till the end of the show today. Got violence here. Managed to do it. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Say la vie. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.